coming up on TechEdge, using the cloud. Hi, I'm Guy Trainin. And I'm Allison Hi. And this is TechEdge. And today we're talking about going to the cloud. And this is really important, although probably not the most exciting topic there is. But to any of us that have ever lost their documents, had a computer fried or a, a virus or anything like that, it becomes really important to think about backup. And we used to have all of these physical backups where you know, you had a hard drive next to your computer and you would, you would send it that way or many other ways. I remember backing up things on floppies. But we do need to save our most important document. And there are now many free, really nice applications that can be used. Some of them are actual apps on the iPad. Others are just services. So we're going to talk about a few of those. Uh, we're going to talk about iCloud, right? And then a little bit about Google Docs and the other Google services that allow. We're going to talk about Evernote, which is a great program to save some things. It's more than just sending things to the cloud, but it has very strong cloud features. And we're going to talk about Dropbox. So let's start with iCloud. iCloud comes with the device, and you get 5 gigabytes or so free storage up. So it's not limitless. And that's true of all of the free ones. You can always buy more. But the truth is, most of us, for most of the things we really cherish, we don't necessarily want need more. Um, so what you really have to be careful about is what do you back up and what you don't. So if you have movies, I would argue you don't need to back them up. You don't need to back up your music either, because iTunes will actually save any music you have, at least the ones you bought through iTunes to re-download, even if something happened to your device or you get a new device. So you don't really need to store that. But you want your documents, your presentations, uh, all of the things you've created to really save on the iCloud. And some of your emails, if they are important emails, things like that. And those don't take that much space. So you can easily save huge chunks of what you need on iCloud. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Google Docs. Uh, I use this a lot at the university. Um, mm -hmm. The girls at the Reading Center submit their work through Google Docs. And something that's really nice about this app is that it goes straight through Gmail, so you don't have to create another account if you already use Gmail. Mm -hmm. you, can, you have it already. Um, you can create a collection, and every time a student creates a new paper or assignment, they drop it into the file, and it's automatically shared with me. And then part of Google Docs, you can go in, you can write on it, you can make corrections, mm -hmm. and then it'll share right back. So not only is it a storage for your own personal things, but you can share it with other people as well. Uh, another Google feature is Picasa. Yes, uh, Picasa is great. It's kind of an online web mm -hmm. um, album for your pictures. You can share those the same way that you share your Google Docs. You can store your own there or you can send them to other people. And you can limit who you share those pictures with. It's, it doesn't have to be a web, mm -hmm. a web share. It can be personal. And you can share thousands of photos oh, there. I mean, thousands. this is not really a, a, it's hard to reach the limit unless you go crazy and y you literally take pictures all the time. But one of the things I like about Picasa, 
um, as compared to other places where you can share things, um, especially Facebook, is that you have total control over who has access to yes. those photos. So you don't have to share at all. You can just store them there. And then you can share some of them so very selectively. So you can share with parents. You can do all of these very specific things. Again, enhancing communication, but having a lot of control. And you can actually manage computer, uh, the, the photos on your computer or on your device using Picasso. Oh, yes. That's iPhone, Android, anything. It's, it goes across the board. The next one we're going to talk about is Dropbox. And Dropbox is a service that allows you to save files as they are and be able to download them anywhere else where you have Dropbox. It's a very popular feature in a lot of apps. So one of the advantages a lot of apps have built into them, the ability to share through Dropbox. Partially because when Apple started their sharing through iTunes, it was very cumbersome and it was very clunky to share. And you couldn't do it beyond your devices, so your, your Apple devices. So Dropbox really can go anywhere. And the advantage with Dropbox is the files remain exactly as they are. Whereas in Google Docs, the files get transformed to the Google format. So if you have a presentation, say, in PowerPoint with really advanced features, when you move that into Google Docs, you're going to lose some of that functionality. In Dropbox, it stays exactly as they, it is. The other features of Google Docs, the ability to share with others, to update with others, to be selective about what you share with whom, it's all there. And there's a great app on the, uh, on the iPad that allows you to do that very, very seamlessly. And again, computers, other devices, Android, whatever you have, it's going to work. So you're never going to lose those kind of documents. The last app we're going to talk about is Evernote. Do you want to start? Yes. Um, Evernote is actually pretty new to me. Um, one thing I really like about it is that you can make your own notes on it. Mm -hmm. So it eliminates that pen and paper. But then it also has a lot of the features of those Dropbox in the cloud, uh, which you may be able to tell us a little bit more about that. And in, inside uh, Evernote, you can create a variety of products. So you can just have documents. You can write, just write notes. And then you can also include voice recordings, any photos you take. So you can be walking around with your iPhone or with your iPad, and you see something that is cool or something that you want to take a picture of. You take a picture on the spot, add it to that, uh, that feature, and write some notes with it, or just have the picture. Those can be connected in notebooks. Those can be connected with tags. So one of the great things about collecting things in Evernote is you can tag them by topics, which allows you, as you accumulate large quantities of stuff, it allows you to search effectively through it and say, I'm interested in everything that I've learned. Yesterday, I went to a, um, to a talk about assessment. And so I have an assessment tag, and it has multiple things that I've seen. And I personally use it a lot in professional development, in conferences, where there are a lot of ideas in the air, and I'm afraid to lose some of them. That's when I use uh, Evernote the most. If we go, you go into your settings, you can control iCloud just by going into the piece that's called iClouds. And here is where you tell the iCloud, what things do you want them to remember? In my case, I want them to keep my mail, contacts, 
calendars, reminders, bookmarks, photo stream, and documents and data. But you can actually add more features to it and it depends. If you have too much and it becomes too loaded, you take some things off. And if you want to see how, how much you're using and how much you still have available, you just click on the storage and backup and it gives you all that information. And of course, they're trying to sell you more space, but you really, in most cases, would not need that. So this is Dropbox and you see that on the left you see what documents I have in Dropbox. In this case, it's 17 files in a specific uh, folder. I also have a favorite. You have the ability to do favorites so you can filter through and choose the documents you're working on uh, most recently. Um, these are uploads that were recently done, uh, some by me, some by others. And then you have the ability to set the settings and see how much space you're going to use in local storage, how much space you're going to use, uh, you've used out of your total Dropbox. You can see I've got 3.2%. I've got a while to go. You can upgrade and get more, uh, but there's quite a bit that you can do. And again, if you have any document, it shows up here. That's fantastic. But if you want to actually edit it, you can open it in any of your other programs and quickly be able to edit it either in, in my case because this is a, a word processing document you either go to pages or the docs to go and that's a bit those are the best places to have those uh, edited in this is Evernote and this is a note that I just wrote yesterday during a presentation if you want to add to an existing note all you do is you go into the note and you click on that pencil and that allows you as the machine uh, uh, moves ahead, that will allow you to add to an existing note. So you don't necessarily have to start a new note. You can work with the existing note. The other thing you can do here, so this is adding to a note. You can obviously start a new note. You can also add an audio file. So right now, we're sta we've started recording and this will create an audio file and then can be saved and there's an audio clip that is part of that note. You can also add a picture and this can be a picture you took with your own device or something from your albums. So for example, this is from elementary education and I think this is appropriate so I throw it in there and it's now saved. And the beauty of using this is you see these are multimedia products and all of them can be then accessed from any other machine that has the program installed. If you want to add a new note, you simply press new note and voila, it's here. You can add tags. I don't know if I've used many tags. Yes, I've used some tags. So for example, tags I've used will show up automatically. This will be a, something about literacy and a website. And so now I'm ready to add content to my note and again it immediately backs it up to the cloud or if you're working locally because you don't have internet access then once you get internet access um, wireless or otherwise it'll update that and so you have everything right there. This time on TechEdge we talked about going to the cloud and next time we will be covering special education. So thanks for watching Tech Edge and we'll see you in the next episode.